Hello, and welcome to episode number 90 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. I'm Jim, and after 10,000 years, we finally know how to play the game. You know what's funny is Jim just recently learned that the genie was in the bottle for 10,000 years. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong thing. Wrong Maybe thing, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you didn't know that before Friday. No, I had no yeah. idea. I had no clue. <laughs> so what actually happened is this past weekend, um, we did our kind of weekly stream, our uh, weekly stream, and this Friday, we had another Disney Lorcana content creator roundtable. And I put together, I had a fun game of Disney mm-hmm. trivia put together for all the participants. And I knew Jim was not going to like it. He was not going to do very well. But you know what? You didn't get last. I didn't get last. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was one of the questions that was on the uh, in the trivia yeah. was how long was the genie basically in the yeah. bottle. Yeah. I did get so half points, though. I gave him half points because I felt bad. <laughs> Because <laughs> you guessed 5,000 years. And you're like, uh, uh, can I get half? <laughs> like, yeah, why not? <laughs> so, Doesn't um, hurt to ask. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, before we get into it, let's talk about our sponsor. Uh, head over to our affiliate link, www.audiblechild.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. You can find um, a link to uh, Audible Trial. So uh, Amazon Audible is Amazon's Audible service. If you follow that link, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial of Amazon's Audible service. What is Audible, you ask? It is Amazon's audiobook service. Well, if you sign up, you get a free credit added to your account that you can use for any book on their service. What's even better is if you are an Amazon Prime member, you actually get two free credits. That's right. Two free credits added to your account where if you follow, you can sign up. Sign up for that free trial. Get those credits added to your account. And if you don't like the service, you can cancel before the end of those 30 days. You get to keep those credits on your account. And, uh, yeah, so you basically get a free book or two for uh, for just for signing up. So, again, follow that link at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. Sign up for your free 30-day trial today. All right. So today is kind of a return to form. A return to form. Um, and this is one of the reasons I enjoy having a podcast, you know, because mm-hmm. we can just use it to, to talk about whatever we want. We've been having a lot of fun with interviews. We've yep. got more schedule, more coming up. Mm-hmm. But, man, uh, this past week was just crazy. So is, is this the first podcast we've done just us in, a, in how long? Uh, a long time. Two, it's, three months? It's, maybe? It's, been, it's been a while. I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, since we talked to, I think, Jake Boss and Ridge from Alpha Clash, uh, yeah. I think that was around the last time that we did a uh, – because I think in between there we talked about the D&D OGL. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that was the last podcast that was just us. Wow. Ever since then. Ever since then, it was, it's been interviews. And we're going to get back to doing interviews. But this news is just – we wanted to sit down, have a long-form conversation mm-hmm. about it. We do have other content planned. We do have other videos mapped out um, that are good. We're going to start recording this week. Um, we're recording this on Sunday. So this today is Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday. This will be out on Wednesday, so it'll be live on Wednesday. Yep. Um, there's a lot that can happen in between then, but we wanted to get kind of our thoughts in a long-form video uh, or a long, long-form podcast. So um, that's kind of – I'm looking forward to this because, again, like – Mm-hmm. We've we, it's been know, a while. It's, it's been a while, dude. and it's, and I was going to say like it's been really nice talking with other people, but like just sitting here and being able to talk to Dan about whatever it is that we're going to be talking about, 
uh, it kind of just gets me a little nervous. Slash excited. Really? I'm excited about it. Yeah? Yeah. You're excited about like this, just the the, the format, just the style? hanging out, talking about this. Yeah, just talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm 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 not gonna lie to you guys, like Jim. Ever so now that we know how to play this game, I think this is gonna be a really popular game. Yeah, like, I think I think this is gonna do really well. Yeah, I can see it. Um, so um, okay, before so here's here's what we're gonna do. Okay, so we're gonna take the the first half, the first third to first half of the podcast. We're gonna kind of go over all of the rules. We're gonna go over the quick start rules. Um, so last week was a news and info dump from Disney Lorcana. Um, so actually, wh- what happened? If you look last week, if you head to our channel, go to last week. We streamed um, the rules release on Monday. <laughs> the rules released on Monday. So we did a stream Monday night. Yep. And kind of just put our initial thoughts out there. So we had fun with that. Go check that out. You can go to our channel. I'll try to link it here if possible. I'll, I'll make sure to link it in the description. Um, and then I don't remember what day it was, whether it was Wednesday, Thursday. But the, but throughout the entire week, we just had a ton more cards that were dropped. And mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about them yet on our channel. So we will do that this week. We're going to start doing spoiler videos um, for the cards. And one of the things that we we talked about just before this was how do you analyze the cards and how do you talk about the cards mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that here in a little bit because we have the best way to we, say we it. do we have the best way to the say it way. we think we think the best way to say it um but it's weird because now there's another stat line there's another yep. stat line that you have to add in there right so first we're going to talk about the quick start rules then we're going to talk about our thoughts um on that. And so we talked about our stream on Monday. We also had a stream Friday, which again, I'll make sure that gets linked. We streamed, we streamed guys, guys, if you weren't there, you missed out. It was so much fun. We streamed for five hours. It was was like four hours and 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. I was up till like one 30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. A ton of people stopped by a bunch of people who it was their first time joining us on stream. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot, it was a ton of, ton of fun so you can go check out that vod again go to our channel you can you can watch that five hour stream if you want it was was a lot of fun i had fun putting that trivia together that was fun i spent the night before putting it together and it was fun it uh, i don't care i was terrible but i still enjoyed it It, yeah yeah it was fun so Mm -hmm. all right so with that out of the way let's let's start actually before we talk about the quick rules the quick start rules let's let's (laughs) let's talk about the the where where the metagame stands (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so i've been giving uh poop been giving a lot of uh, garbage to people all in good fun all in good fun and 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 honestly everyone who's been doing it they met they have fun with this too yeah. okay there is no metagame okay so everyone anyone who's been play testing okay and has said they have it's all for nothing they have 80 to 100 <laughs> games under their belt and i know the best guys i'm not saying anyone <clears throat> does this but I'm just we're having fun right now, okay? Mm-hmm. So this this is just this is us having fun. I've we played 80 games of Disney Lorcana and guys, oh my goodness, this is just so awesome and so cool. And you know what? Blue's broken, steel's broken, and this one card. All right. I hate to break it to you guys. Okay. Guess what? When you have more cards that come out in the next week, all that's gonna go in the garbage. There's no meta until everything's <laughs> out. So that's and in people's hands. And not to mention, the meta that is going to be out for like maybe a month is not going to be the meta after that next month. Right, right, right. And again, 
for those of you playtesting, I know you've even you've basically even said as much. Mm -hmm. I understand this. It's just funny. It's yeah, fun, it's fun. And um, I there's plenty of podcasts and and channels out there who are dedicated to you know the competitive side of Disney Lorcana. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm just like, how can you like? There's nothing yet. Like it's hard. I mean, I like I get the position there. They're in. getting their foot in the I, door. Well, right. Like I, I mm -hmm. understand the position they're in too, right? Mm -hmm. Like you got to start somewhere. Yep. And so when they start, like they started at a good time, right? You know, mm -hmm. before getting getting the laying the groundwork, getting things in. Um, mm -hmm. It's just figuring out when to because you have to understand everything first, and that's where I'm at too. Like yeah. I want to start playtesting, but the only reason I want to playtest is to get a feel for how the game feels and yeah. works and get that under my belt. So I just had to poke and have fun a little bit just because <laughs> it, it, it's fun. So all right, let's let's talk about let's talk about how to play. All right, so <clears throat> I can't remember. I think it was the Monday they released uh, the quick start rule. So if you head over to Lorcana's website, Lorcana.com, there's a if you click on play, I'll at the bottom is a quick start rules. And this is kind of what we went over on our stream on Monday. Um, but this seems like a very, very simple game to play. Seems like a very simple game to mm -hmm. get into. It's like they said it was going to be. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things about <clears throat> this is they, they, they talk about how a turn works. Yeah. And it's – so, again, if you're coming from – if you come from any other card game, like if you, if you look at Magic – Untap, upkeep, draw, main phase one, combat, main phase two, end step, and then there's everything in between. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy. And then I'm sure you go to any other card game, it's very, very similar. Mm -hmm. Like you have step one, step three, step 400, and then, mm -hmm. you know, step 201A, B, C. Wow, it, that's just the rulings. Come on. <laughs> Come on. But it's, it, it, it can, but it can be daunting. Yeah. It can be daunting. So they have on here a turn order at a glance. There's basically two parts of a turn, the beginning phase and your main phase. Mm -hmm. your, your beginning phase starts ready, set, draw. Pretty simple. Now, now here, but I look at that and then say, oh, on tap, upkeep, draw. That's mm -hmm. it's the same thing, right? Um, so that's one thing that Magic got very right. They got very right because every game, basically, every card game has their version of untap, upkeep, draw. Yep. And that is the beginning phase in Lorcana. Yep. Okay. And after that, it's just main phase. It is a main phase. You can do all of your turn happens in your main phase. So I really like that part. The main phase of correct. just do everything. do everything. There's no main phase one, go mm -hmm. to combat, main phase which two. Is, and which is what we speculated. Yeah. We thought it would be similar, similar to this. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it works. And honestly, it's simple, but also strategic. Oh, yeah. Because what that means is you have to sequence your plays mm -hmm. accordingly. Yep. Now, with Magic... You have a little bit more leeway because you have main phase one, combat main phase two, yeah. right? You can do stuff kind of out of order, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to attack, they need to be on board before your combat phase, essentially. Yeah. But with main phase, with just this one main phase, you can do things like if I have four creatures on board, right? You can challenge, challenge. I still have these two up, mm -hmm. and now I play a card, play a creature, 
get yep. them on board. Like there's just there's a lot of different lines that are going to be available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the quick start rules, they say in the main phase, you choose choose as many as you like, except as noted in any order. Once a turn, you can add a card to your inkwell, which we'll talk about a little bit, the resources. You can play a card. You can activate an item. You can play a character ability that doesn't require an, an exert, also known as a tap ability, with a character that was in play during the set step. This part's important. So yep. basically means these characters have summoning sickness. Yes. You can quest, you can challenge an exerted character. They're or... letting the ink dry, Dan. That's yes. What well doing. they've and they've they they leaned into that a while yeah. ago. Yeah. They leaned into that a while. And I like it because again, it, it works. Mm-hmm. I think I've said this before. I said this once on our stream on Friday. I think there's actually a lot of gimmicks in this game <laughs> that work. And that's one of the things like, yeah, it's we did look up the definition of the word gimmick and -hmm. it's basically like something that's done essentially only for publicity. Mm -hmm. Right. So would it would is it a gimmick? I don't think by the definition. Not really. But I I think it kind of is. But again, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it in a negative way either, because I think it's good. I think I think it very clearly works, mm-hmm. right? It's in there thematically. Yes, yeah. I, th- I think mm-hmm. I think I do think that's a better way of saying it yeah. because it is summoning sickness. Like for all intents and purposes, it's summoning sickness. Mechanically, it's the exact same thing. Yes, but they do. They have figured out better. They have figured out more thematic ways to say these mechanics, mm-hmm. and letting the ink dry is that way of. Or their way of saying the same thing mechanically, yep. right? Um, so the other thing is you can use an ability that requires you to exert the character or also tap. So that's how turns work. It's very, 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 very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have you have any thoughts on that real quick before we move on? Uh, nothing do you else like to it? add. Do you like it? I, I really do like it. Yeah. Um, especially... Because uh, I compare this game a lot to Pokemon. And mm-hmm. after you battle or once you attack in Pokemon, your turn's just over. And, yeah, right. And magic. I, I never like that. I, yeah. I, I do not like that. There's so many times where I'm like, oh, I want to do this, yeah. attack, and then like yeah. go into right. another main right. phase and then right. continue mm-hmm. or pass the turn. Right. And then with magic and Yu-Gi-Oh!, it is both main phase one, mm-hmm. combat, main phase two. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is that is also nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but since there are instant speed things you're able to do in those other games. You can still activate things yeah. um, in combat step right. um, to where this, it makes up to where you can't right. by just being able to play cards at any time pretty right. much on your turn and then right. go into combat. Right. So it gets around the instant speed stuff on your turn. Um, so I, I think they did a really good job with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's let's talk about the resources. Mm-hmm. So the way resources work, and this is another thing we speculated. Okay, um, quote every card's a resource. Not every card's a resource. Not every card's not every a card's resource. A resource. But the reason I say that is every again, card is a resource, but it's not. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, if you look at other card games, it uses a very similar mechanic. Right, where mm-hmm. there are no energy cards, there are no lands, there are yep. no cards that are specifically these are your resource cards. Okay. Yeah. It's if there's something on a card, it can be used as a resource. Mm-hmm. So each card has a cost, right? Top left corner, which everyone we all knew that's what the cost was. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but if there's a, the community was calling it a flourish before, that is now known from Lorcana as that is an inkwell icon. I don't mm -hmm. think people are going to say inkwell icon. This is not a thing we were messing with people on and on stream about. People aren't going to say inkwell icon. Nope. Um, I still, I do think there's going to be a lot of people who say flourish. Probably. I think there's going to be a lot of people who say flourish. But if it has that flourish inkwell icon, that means the card can be used as a resource. Mm -hmm. Okay. So during your turn, you can put any card that has that icon on it into your inkwell face down. So if you have the a card, you show it to your opponent. You do have to show it to your opponent um, because, again, to show your opponent this card has the inkwell icon, I'm putting it down as a resource. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'll just, I'll just talk about it now. Um, it's not an elegant solution. I don't like the aesthetics of it. It's not that is not a big deal at all, right? Mm -hmm. It's just if I have colored sleeves, they're just all going to mesh together, right? So it's not an aesthetically pleasing solution. There are easy and simple ways around that. Mm -hmm. um, but I just personally don't like that. But I also think that's why they designed the card back that way too. Yeah. But then then I also got to think about, I mean, they also, they had to have thought about sleeves in through the design process, mm -hmm. right? Because you can't use clear sleeves. Nope. Right? I mean, you can if you want, but if you're in a competitive tournament, you cannot use clear sleeves. And the reason for that is you can have marked cards. You can mark your cards. Um, and it might not even be to your, like, intentionally marking them. It's just... If yeah, you're pulling right. things out of right. sleeves, it can get nicked. And then you, if you're opening the pack through transporting uh, any means, they yeah. can just get nicked. And you can notice that mm -hmm. over time. It's right. just like, oh, I know this card's a little messed up. I know that it has this one little tick in it, mm -hmm. and I know what which card I'm getting right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's what's your thought on the resource system? Do you mm. like it? Do you not like it? Do you think it's going to work? Do you think there's going to be issues? What's your I, thoughts so far? I think it throws more complexity into a card balancing design. Yeah. Because now it's not just we're looking at the the total cost versus efficiency of effects mm -hmm. or stat lines. Now it's I'm paying attention to stat line effect and can I put it in my mana pool? Mm -hmm. Because then now you're getting even more use out of it to where it's, oh, I can't cast this card anytime soon, throw it in the back row, it's mana. I'll eventually find another copy in my deck. Yeah, it's it, it's funny because I was uh playing another card game this mm -hmm. weekend. I won't say which card game it was. Um, but it is a game where any card is a resource. Okay. Yeah. And I had multiple cards in my hand and I'm like I don't want to give up any of these cards mm -hmm. because they're all valuable, but also I need resources. I'm like, I need resources right now. Um, yep. So the fact that there are going to be, um, the fact that there's going to be cards that can be used as resources, some that can't be used as resources, I, like I, I do, I do like that. Yeah. Um, I've said this before. It's partially the reason I don't play Dragon Ball Super is that you can use any card for the back row, mm -hmm. and it just hurts my brain so much. I know, I know. To think about <laughs> and what cards I need to get rid of slash I don't want to get rid of. 
Yeah, it it hurts me a yeah. lot to play the game. All right, so since we're since we're talking about the resource system, um, there were, as you can imagine, there were a bunch of articles that dropped last week, um, from various outlets, and there's this one article I want to reference a few times. Uh, it's from Polygon. They talked. They interviewed Ryan Miller, one of the co-designers of Lorcana, and they were talking about ink. Okay, and mm-hmm. then the resources. So I th- I'm trying to find it here. Okay, here it is. Um, they originally started with every card could be used as a resource, so every yeah. card had that ink. So there's this paragraph here. It says, At first, virtually every card in Disney Larkana could be used to generate the resource ink at a rate of one per turn. That solved the problem of not having enough resources in the early rounds fairly easily. Then they started removing that ink ability from some of the more powerful cards, lowering their utility in one respect while enhancing it in another. Today, many of the cards in the game cannot be turned into ink, but it's up to players to decide whether or not to include them in their custom-made decks. And so, and Ryan Miller says, he's quoted as saying, it allows a really interesting balancing tweak that we can do, Miller said. Because by taking the ink off of a card and saying this card doesn't provide you ink, it really changes your valuation when you're building your deck. It's really got to justify itself now because I can't use it as ink. So what he, he's speaking specifically from an opportunity cost standpoint. He says, I believe that the experienced trading card gamers are really going to find that very interesting. And I think he's right. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Because what I just said, one thing when you're building decks you have to think about is the opportunity cost. Because when you are adding a card into your deck, what that means is you cannot have any other card in your deck because that's mm-hmm. taking up a slot in your deck. Okay, and that is the exact concept of opportunity cost. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, you have anything else you want to say about opportunity cost? Because I mean, like opportunity cost is a very interesting concept, um, and you, I think, as a uh, deck builder and theory crafter, you really have to think about think about the concept of opportunity cost. Yeah, I think there's going to be some decks out there that every single card is inkable. Oh yeah. Every single card. So they don't even have to worry about it. Uh-huh. They're just going to be like, all right, I'm going to want to have the most consistency as possible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there will be some out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, the next thing I want to talk about, uh, so resources, whoops, resource system, I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's elegant. I do think it's elegant. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really I really kind of do. Like, it's it's elegant, and it's it's not the I'm just gonna say lazy route of every card's a resource. Mm-hmm. It's not that, and that's not lazy per per se. It can be mm-hmm. right because it anything can be can be lazy, right? Because what 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 is what does that mean? Like if you're designing a game, well, let's just make it so this game does it. So let's just do the same thing. <laughs> like that's being lazy, right? I think this the this is very elegant, mm-hmm. and again. I'm just going to, yeah, I, I think, I think the, I think the word gimmick is, is a bad word to use. Cause I think every time I'm one to use the word gimmick, I think the word thematic is a much more appropriate. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a very thematic way that they have figured out this issue, right? Yeah. Of the resource issue. So yeah. I really, really, really do. And like I it. love the evolution that they had of, oh, nearly every single card or pretty much every single card was yeah. inkable before, yeah. and then they just slowly evolved into, all right, well, this card's a little too good. Let's make it to where I can't put it yeah. in the back row. So, and then, uh, yeah, they just 
took their idea and were like, eh, maybe we do it this other way. Because again, and one thing, and, <laughs> and we're going to talk about this, but I, I, w- I have been thinking so hard about the design space mm-hmm. because I am not thinking about this game in the here and now. I am thinking about this game five years, 10 years down the line yeah. and where it can be, where it can go. Yeah. And what does that mean? You have to evolve from a design space, from a design standpoint. You yeah. have to grow, right? And I think so far, like, this space is re- – I just think the more and more I talk about this, the mm-hmm. more and more I'm like, I think it is really solid. Mm-hmm. I think it's very solid, and, and and they can greatly expand upon this down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, just the aspect of saying whether or not this card can be used as a resource or not really adds an interesting opportunity cost valuation – into the standpoint of the card, yeah. right? Because you really have to think about that when you're designing your deck, yeah. and that. So I, I, I think I think it's very, very, very interesting for sure. All right, let's talk about the cards, okay? Yay. So there's three different card types. Now they say, Lorcana specifically says there's three different card types at launch. There was an article, I I believe it was in a Polygon article. Um, so those card types are characters, items, and actions, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I'm interested, I'm intrigued with that specific statement is we speculated that there will be locations in the game. Um, I'm not so, wrong yet. Uh, yeah, that's where we <laughs> said we're not wrong yet, right? We we said that in our initial reaction stream, like we're not wrong yet. Um, I think I think we're gonna see locations pretty oh, soon. Yeah. I they, really they really have think to. you have to. They're gonna make the Disney I, cast. I want. I'm I want to see the elephant graveyard too. Like oh, the elephant yes. graveyard. Yeah. All, well, but okay, Arendelle. but but the Disney castle. You're thinking of the one at Disney World, right? <laughs> yeah. Whose castle is that? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. It's Cinderella's Waltz. castle. It's Waltz. Cinderella's castle. Oh. It's Cinderella's that. castle. The one, the one in Disneyland. That is Sleeping Beauty's castle. I think. I think that's Sleeping Beauty's castle. I can't remember. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think each castle. It, oh man, I don't know if each castle is a princess. A you Disney know what's funny? Castle. When you I just asked, know that the one is Cinderella's castle. My first initial thought, I'm like, I don't know, Mickey's. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so card types, we've seen pretty much all of these so far, okay? So you have characters. Um, characters, you'll send character glimmers on quests and in challenges. Some have special abilities. So it's important to note, for those of you who are interested in the lore aspect of the game, go just again, go to the website, and then you can learn more about the lore. But everything in this game that we're st- – that it looks like is a glimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly what a glimmer is, but it's like it's it's a version of this character that's appearing within the world of Lorcan. It's like a little illusion of a character. Kind of, kind of, yeah. So characters, you're gonna send character glimmers on quests and into challenges. And then mm-hmm. some of these characters have special abilities. If they don't have a special ability, it's a bad card. I'm just kidding. <laughs> For real though. I hate, yeah, there's, there, we've seen a lot of vanilla cards so far Van, yeah. and vil, vanilla basically means, um, it doesn't have an ability. The only ones right? that are good are one drops that yeah. you utilize for shifting effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have items. So we have item glimmers stay in play when you play them and give you special abilities during the game. Yeah. So items, um, this is another thing I like about the design of the card. Mm-hmm. So the items have an interesting frame around the card. Um, to yeah. differentiate it, um, and then they stay on board, um, and you can actually exert the item the turn it comes into play. You can't yeah. do it with characters. 
actions. Actions are basically spells, give you a one-time advantage, and are then discarded. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one thing, excuse me, one type of card that we've seen uh, for the first time last week, and these are songs. Songs are action cards. Mm-hmm. So songs are a type of action you can play, and you can play one just like any other action by paying its cost and resolving its effect. But that's not your only option. Some characters can sing the song for you so you don't have to pay the ink. So one of the interesting things about songs okay, is a any character glimmer that costs the same cost as the card or more can mm-hmm. it be exerted to pay the pay that cost for free yep. so a good example is we have one jump ahead which this is a really good card yep. so one jump ahead is a two cost action song non that is not inkable okay and we're going to talk about that in a second here um it is what's blue what's the blue one uh sapphire sapphire okay um, oh, Dan, don't you know this? No, stuff? I don't. <laughs> Thought we were professionals. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so it says, put the top card of your deck into your ink while face down and exert it. So one jump ahead costs two, and it says a character with cost two or more can exert to sing this song for free. So there are other songs that we've seen. Um, so one jump ahead costs two. There's some that cost three and five, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you so you have to exert a character that has the cost of the song yep. or more. Yep. Okay. And so if you exert them, so, so um, what do you think about that? What's your, what, what's your initial thought on something like that? Cause this is what I said was a gimmick that works. Yeah. Yeah. This I, is, this uh, is one that I do think is a gimmick. <laughs> I do think it is. It's, it's on it is, it is on theme. It is on theme. <laughs> I still think it's a gimmick, but it works and is very good. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a negative thing to say about it. Mm. I just, I do think it's a gimmick, but it works. What do you think? <laughs> I think when I first saw them, I thought it was uh, pretty broken. Yeah. You keep honestly, talking. I'm going to go get some water. Honestly, anytime you can cast anything for free. And get a pretty good effect. It's uh, it tends to be broken, especially since I believe you can play the creature. So for one jump ahead, you can play a two drop and then instantly tap it no, for. Incorrect. Uh, no, that's so I, because far. because I would assume that the tapping is coming from this effect no. and not from the creature you itself. Can't, no, they cannot be exerted. They can't be exerted. So if you and I, I think and I, I thought think, it can't be exerted for their own ability. No, they can't be exerted. Period. Period. They cannot be exerted. Period. Mm. So and that's what we know so far. Use a character ability that doesn't require an exert. No. Yeah, it requires an exert. Yeah. Challenge. Use so an they, ability that requires them to exert. Yeah. No, you're 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 not looking at the right part. You're not okay. looking at the right thing. But in so last week in these streams mm-hmm. we were you know. There were folks from Team Lorcana who were jumping in, and they essentially said that they cannot be tapped for anything the turn oh, they come okay. into play. Gotcha, so gotcha. this is this is one of those things that needs more clarification. There yeah. are other things that need more clarification. This is this is one of them. <laughs> but so far, I don't believe they can at all. Okay. All right. So then at that point, it is less broken. Correct. But still extremely good. So now you have multi-use or multiple options of challenge with the card. You can quest with it or use the card to activate the songs. Right. So. Right. That's one thing that I touched a little bit on. So it's like universal abilities for, for creatures, which I like. Right. 
Yeah, the whole multi-use thing, I'm I, I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, but outside outside of that, mm-hmm. you 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 do like this, right? Yeah, you're, you're a fan of yeah, it. Yeah, still good. Yeah, yeah. It again, very much on theme. Um, one of the things that I talked about is songs are finite. They yeah. have a finite number of songs in the Disney catalog and characters. They do, <laughs> but they've already shown they've already shown that that is essentially. Um, bottomless, yeah. Because you, you, yeah, um, and we've even talked about that. Like you can have ten different Mickey's just with different sub names, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there, and it looks like in this set, there's going to be a Mickey in every color, in every color pink, <laughs> as what, what what it looks like we've seen. No, they could do the same thing for a song. Just uh, no jumps ahead, and like you lose the game. <laughs> it's a removal card. Well, one thing, and one thing that I talked about was with the songs. Mm-hmm. There's so much you there's so much design space you can do with the songs. Like, how about mm-hmm. Fantasia? There's a bunch of classical songs in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how licensing is going to work with stuff like that. If you're able to do that, but let's eat, let's even talk about the the original Disney songs, right? So far, it looks like they just have the the song titles mm-hmm. as the songs of the card. There's well, the coconut the coconut card mm-hmm. is from a song. It's considered it's the line is considered the coconut. They have on that card the uh, licensing information for the song on that card. Uh, However, okay. that is an item card. Yeah. Right. Um, I, and I, this is one thing I mentioned too. Is I I, I was like, the lawyers are <laughs> having a field day. The lawyers <laughs> are having a field day with with this game. Um, <laughs> so that that was that, that's one thing. But but in in all honesty. I'm like, do you do lines? You do choruses? You do verses? How about um, songs that never made it into the movie? There were songs that were canceled, right? That were actually recorded, and they actually appear in soundtracks. You can you can have those. I found it exactly for uh, the songs on the uh, this exerting part playing uh-huh. a card. Uh-huh. Uh, it says at the bottom, rules for when you exert a character still apply, of course. It wasn't of course. Don't give me of course. <laughs> um, so characters can't sing songs the same turn that they come into play. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I told you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just reading this. It's like, all right, well, this is a cost of this specific card of tap a creature as an alt cost. You got. You do have to get out of the magic brain. Too. Yeah, I know. You have to get out of the magic brain. <laughs> but that's why I saw. No, it I know. Of, you I, could I know. do it. I know. Yeah, and and again, that's not because that wasn't rules text, right? Uh, it was or under I playing guess, the card on the second. Page. No, no, no. I meant on the card one. Oh ahead. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I think would that be that would be what reminder text? That mm. would technically be reminder text of how uh, an action could can be paid for yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, but again, overall, I love the concept of songs. Mm. Hundred, I, I I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. So in here they talk about parts of the card. Um, okay. So let's let's actually talk about the card itself. Okay. Um, it's, so for the most part we knew everything about the card. We we were pretty much correct. Yep. Top off, you got the cost if it's inkable or not with that ink with that ink icon. Basically, if it can be used as a resource or not. Um, you do have the name of the character underneath the. So it says characters also have a version name listed below the character's name. I don't know if anybody's gonna say version name. You know, like. I don't know. But again, functionally, it's it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. Underneath it, 
It says the classifications of the card. That's another one where I'm like, no, I don't think it is. Yeah, that was that was the one where I said it's the subtype. Yeah, which I'm still gonna go with subtype. I also like traits. Traits, yeah, you you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like the term classifications because again, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Um, so then you have the ink color, ability, then the effects, and then you have strength, willpower, and lore, which is power and defense. Power toughness. Power toughness is strength, willpower, mm-hmm. and then how much lore it has is the bottom right. Okay, so we figured out we figured out a way to say the say the card. Okay, yes. so so for example, we have Mickey in the Quick Start Guide. You have Mickey Mouse Wayward Sorcerer. So Mickey Mouse is the amethyst. This is a purple card. Okay, so the way we would say this is so Mickey Mouse is a three four two for four and is inkable. Mm-hmm. That's how we'd say it. It's the best way to say it, I think. We, we took like ten minutes figure, figuring did. out how, how how to pronounce it, but I think I think that's how we would say it. So we go down the line of strength, willpower, lore value, and say its cost, mm-hmm. and if you can put it into your man, uh, your ink. ink. Well, <laughs> that's another one where uh, <laughs> into yeah. your back row. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, <laughs> one thing we didn't really talk about. I'm amazed we got this far. How do you win the game? <laughs> True. We yeah, didn't. but this is another one we got right. It's the first yeah. player to 20 lore wins. Yep. The first player to 20 lore wins. And how do you uh, how do you gain that lore mm-hmm. is you quest with your characters. So when it's your turn, what you can do, um, you know, we did talk about it kind of at the turn order at a, at a glance, is your characters, the things they can do, mm-hmm. is you can exert them to quest. And when they quest, they gain their lore value, um, and that lore just gets added to your lore pool, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can quest, you can challenge an opponent's exerted character, um, which did we talk about that specifically in our speculation video? Do you know? Mm, I think I we kind remember. of did. I, I can't remember. I um, remember. But yeah, so you can only challenge an opponent's exerted character. So if they're in the ready position, you cannot challenge them. They have mm-hmm. to be in the exerted position. Okay. So when they challenge, I mean, it's going to work how pretty much you would think it would um, with they they, they both trade their their um, they deal damage consecutively. Yep. Okay. Um, and then they get those damage counters added onto them, and and then damage is persistent, mm-hmm. which f- I'm not the biggest fan of. But from people who have play tested, they said it's not that big of a yeah, deal. I think it's fine. So yeah, it, Pokemon's been doing it for years. Yeah. yeah. So fine. that's yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's first to gain twenty lore, and then you win. So it's pretty. It's pre- it's pretty simple and straightforward. Um, yeah. They also say that there is a uh, scoop phase, so and that's instant <laughs> speed. So if at any point your opponent themselves wants to just scoop it up, that's mm-hmm. another way to win. Mm-hmm. They do talk about multiplayer in here <laughs> specifically, which is interesting mm-hmm. because you know we, we were talking about this a little bit. Is like this is one of the first games that really it's not specifically designed for multiplayer, mm-hmm. but they are sure to mention it because multiplayer is ex- an extremely popular way of playing these card games. Mm-hmm. And if a card game does not have a multiplayer way to play, the community will tend to make one up, and that's <laughs> strictly how some people play these card games. And we were also correct with uh, with the rules for the multiplayer of three or more players of 
still going to 20 lore counters. I think I also put in like maybe even maybe 10. Maybe 10, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, 20, 20 just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. And is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they do talk about some new cards that have yet to be re- revealed in here, mm-hmm. which I want to see. This Elsa Queen Regent, I yes. really want to know what this Elsa does. Very much so. Yeah. Um, but so we've kind of we've kind of touched on pretty much everything, because again, this is pretty simple, straightforward. The one thing that is not mentioned here at all is shift. Yep. We do not really know how sh- the rules for shift yet. <laughs> um, so that's one that we are kind of waiting for. You know um, what? I would love to see an Elsa character do. Of when an opponent's creature is tapped due to an effect on your turn, you can untap one of your creatures, activated only once per turn. So you can't like tap down your entire opponent's board with that uh, three drop Elsa. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> still just be able to keep her stood up oh. because that gives her now protection from. Oh, I tap down yeah. Elsa, tap down your stuff. But now also during your opponent's turn, your Elsa's tapped, and they mm-hmm. can easily take mm-hmm. her out. And then, if, and then if you want to take care of Elsa, you mm-hmm. need to spend a card in hand, like Dragonfire, or you need to spend yeah. an actual removal card. Yeah. Um. So yeah. To take uh, to, to take, take care of out. other stuff. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I like that. Um. So that's kind. That's kind of everything from this. From the quick start guide. Before mm-hmm. we move on, do you have anything else that you want to specifically mention or touch on before before we really move on? Because that's kind of everything from here. Yeah, we went over, I, I think, pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's kind of everything from here. Um, I would very much encourage everybody, <laughs> just go take a look. Uh, head over to the website, lorcana.com. Go to the play, the play section, all the way at the bottom. That's real. Find the quick start rules. Oh, uh, seven cards starting hand as yes. well. Seven cards starting hand. And you only draw one card per turn. Yes. <laughs> we thought too. But, and that reason again was really Final yeah. Fantasy because again, that was any card can be any, yeah, any card could be used as a resource. Resources. But the reason Final Fantasy says draw two is you can also discard cards from hand for yeah. resources too. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Um, Okay, there's one thing that I want to get your take on here. Okay. okay? Before, we, before we move on to really our thoughts. Um, in this Polygon article, okay, okay. Um, you, Jim, you're familiar with the term, var- the term variance? Yes. Okay. So Ryan Miller talks about variance a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested on your uh take on this so after we're talking about the ink system um let's see if i can find it specific where does this actually start okay um okay he talks so ryan miller talks about variants when it comes to the ink design right of you know what cards you can are inkable or not right Because again, this is a, this is a system that again I've said I think is elegant. I think it works very very well. But there's a there's two paragraphs in here that Ryan Miller says. Okay, another key advantage of the ink design that Miller enjoys is that ex- is that it expands what he calls variance by going every card in that sixty card deck multiple. Excuse me. By giving every card in that sixty card deck multiple functions, being used as ink, being used to gather lore, or being used for some other unique action, mm-hmm. further compounds the amount of variance in every deck. Mm-hmm. And it's that variance that should make Disney Lorcana so much fun to play and collect. 
and to experiment with, even if it means losing a hard-fought game. <laughs> he, he's quoted with, The reason I want to add variance is that variance gives hope, Miller said. Without that added variance, players that start losing the race to 20 lore could have a higher chance to continue losing the race over time. Yeah. Higher variance gives players more things to do, more cards to play, and the attempt to narrow that gap. It's not a blue shell for Mario Kart by any stretch, but it gives each game more drama. Without yeah. variance, Miller continued, there can be no hope. What's your take on that? Wow. Okay. As as you salivate on that for a minute. Wow. Okay. I read that and I'm like, but I don't want variance. As a as a deck builder, my entire goal is to limit the amount of variance that I see in my deck from game to game. Right? I understand where his his thought process and where he comes from. But again, as a deck builder, like that just runs counterintuitive to my thought process as a deck builder and what I'm trying to accomplish with the decks that I build, right? Mm. However, I can understand where he's coming from. So I want to get your take on that. <laughs> so I think for a creative process, I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, if we're talking competitively... <laughs> right. You want to have <laughs> you want to have as much consistency as little variance as possible, right? Um, but they have also stated that they do not want this game to be as competitive as True. other games. True. Uh, I d still think it's going to be a competitive game. Yep. Um, and people will still find these uh, just top tier decks. Yep. And uh, but it does. The way they have it set up, it does provide people with there's always that extra part of a card that can either come out or something that people just aren't paying attention to that allows you to, you know, kind of play around what the meta is or could be. Yeah, you have it gives you more outs. Yeah. Like again, with magic, you think about if I draw it's a land here, it's I'm another dead. layer to look at. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. So, like I said, I I get where he's coming from, and mm -hmm. and and I think it makes perfect sense, yeah. right? But it's just it does run counterintuitive to a deck builder thought process of oh, I want more variance. No, I don't. Like I want as little variance as possible. Well, a competitive deck builder's thoughts. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. If, right, right. if we correct, correct, you know, because like, again, like let's look at command, let's look at command, exactly, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna That's bring good. up multiplayer yeah. stuff. I'm you're, like, you're, exactly you're gonna right. love it. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. You're exactly right. But yeah, that's that's definitely a big caveat. I, we definitely mm -hmm. should should add in there a competitive <laughs> yeah. deck builder's thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was just that was just a paragraph that I thought was very interesting, mm -hmm. just to say the least. Because yeah, like if you look at Commander, one of the things I love about Commander is not is every game is different. Every yeah. single game is is very very much different. Even though I still want I have my win condition in my deck mm -hmm. or multiple win win conditions. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so that's 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 interesting. And I do hope they get to a point where it's you have other ways to win the game. You know, like a, oh, an alt win con. Yeah, like the second. Uh, yeah. What was it the second sun? Whatever approach. Approach the second sun. Yeah. In my Amara deck, I have multiple alternate win conditions mm -hmm. that I love. Yeah. Like Halo Fountains one. Yeah. Uh, the Strixhaven Stadium is another one. Mm -hmm. There's a and I'm like I would love to get a couple wins just <laughs> just with those cards. It's like absolutely, I think it's really cool. 
Um, okay. So, so now I kind of want to just touch on some of our initial thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. These thoughts I kind of brought up already in our stream, our Friday stream. So again, if you want, go check out that five-hour stream where we had a lot of fun. Uh, our thoughts were kind of at the beginning of the of that video. Um, okay, so mo- most of these I've already touched on, but the first one is it seems pretty simple and an easy pickup, which is which is good. Yep. You, the, the more accessible you make it, the easier it is for more people to get into it. Um, I do think there's going to be... So if you just slap Disney on Magic the Gathering, it'll get people to take a look, but then when they sit down and then they look at it, they're like, yeah, this is not for me. Oh. So what you're saying is if like they just slapped Lord of the Rings on Magic or like <laughs> Final Fantasy or like even Warhammer people, that would like get them to take a look at it. Well, 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 yeah, like that, but, but that's why licensing is a thing. Yeah. Like that's why there are licenses, right? <laughs> um, but it, it does seem very simple to pick up mm-hmm. and easy to learn, which, which is good. Like, especially for the Disney crowd, you want it to be an accessible uh, game. The one thing we don't like, we understand the lack of instant speed interaction, mm-hmm. not surprised by one of the things we talked about, it can lead to a lot of over over complications, priority windows, yeah. a lot of different things. So I, I get it. I still would much rather play on my opponent's turn. Yeah. Right? Jim? It's also gonna cause me a lot less uh thinking brain power. Yeah, yeah. And uh which is gonna be nice. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um only having three different card types, again, simplistic, good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, again, I love the songs. I love, 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 love the songs. Um, So you can do song verses, lines. There's a lot more that can be explored just in the songs. Yeah. Honestly, I really don't think we have to worry about running out. No, I don't think we do either. It's just I I wanted to make make that a point Mm -hmm. because if you do just say make one one action song card per song, Mm -hmm. then – you're gonna you you will run out eventually. You mm-hmm. will run run out eventually. That's where I'm like again because I'm thinking about the design space. Yeah. I'm thinking about what you can do, where you can go instead of just doing. Oh, we'll just do. I use that song already. Okay, that one's done. Like one jump ahead. Well, I can't you do anything else from one jump ahead. Mm-hmm. Like that, I don't like. Right. Yeah. But again, it's just there's so much that can be explored there. Mm-hmm. Um, like again, Fantasia, Make Mine Music, Fun and Fancy Free. Uh, there's Peter and the Wolf. Peter and the Wolf, like that was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, but again, that's another classical song appeared in a Disney film. Um, well, you know, could they do that? I would love, I would love to see a Peter and the Wolf uh, song card. Um, <laughs> what about like all the Phil Collins songs from Tarzan? Mm-hmm. Because again, one of the things that you're going, it's the licensing. Like I, I don't know who owns. I think t- Disney owns all the licensing rights. To the Tarzan soundtrack, but I add that I don't know. I just assume. So. I would assume so. Um, but there's a, there's just a lot of songs. Like if you think about the songs from Zootopia, mm-hmm. songs from Wreck It Ralph, those are not original songs. Like those are traditional, well, not traditional, but they're pop songs from you know uh, modern artists. Mm-hmm. Which if you wanted to use those, how expensive would that be? Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. It's just it's just something that I was thinking about, right? Um, I love the multi-use cards. Um, again, I love the ink design. We already talked about how the how many interesting choices that's going to lead to. Yep. Um, it's it's just, it's going to be crazy. Um, so what I really wanted to point out, I mentioned this already. We are on the ground floor. Like at even when I'm talking about my um, 
cons, the things that I'm um, not happy with, I think about this is set one. Mm -hmm. Like what we have, the way you have to think about this and analyze it is this is the literal ground floor. Like all you can go is up. So again, from the design standpoint, I'm like, where else, what else can be explored? Where else can we go design wise? And there's so much, so, so many places you can go. I do think this foundation is very, very solid an extremely mm. solid foundation. <laughs> so, um, yeah, those are some of our, some of my initial thoughts before I move on to any concerns. Do you have anything else that you wanted to mention real quick before, before we moved on to concerns? <laughs> uh, I don't think that there was anything else that I wanted to touch on. We kind of are hitting like everything, I think. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, I think that's good. So the concerns. Mm-hmm. The the biggest concern that I had, um, I already talked about the inkwell. Again, that's super minor. The biggest concern that I had, and I don't even know if this is a big concern because I think it was just the way they worded it. <laughs> but if you go to Lorcan's website and you watch, they have a lot of how to play videos. And I think they did a really good job with those. It's like seven. Yeah. And they're they're short. They're like two or three minutes. Yeah. They're not very long. Um, but the first video, it says, like, welcome to Lorcana. It says, this game is for everyone. I cringed a little bit. I cringed because, again, from my standpoint, like, I look at that and it's like, oh, universal design. Universal design is a myth. So universal design is a concept that was kind of coined by Dr. Ronald Mace. And his thought process, it was really from this, and it's from a good place because he was he was approaching design from an accessibility standpoint, like for um, d disabled people, mm -hmm. right? Designing specifically for to make sure they have access to certain things. Okay, mm -hmm. it's just when you design for everyone, you design for no one, mm -hmm. right? Because in Dr. Ronald Mace's instance, okay, he was specifically designing uh, his um, his buildings for disabled people, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Like, again, I'm not saying these things are bad at all. I'm just pointing out, like, the realities of the situation, right? So he is specifically designing something for disabled people, okay? Is he designing the structure for someone who is able to walk? No, he's specifically designing it for folks who have this certain disability, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing, right? It's just when you say you're designing for everyone, you actually exclude people, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, not intentionally, mind you, because again, your your goal, your thought process is to include as many people as you can. It's just when you do that, you by its very nature, you tend to exclude people, right? Mm. So that's where I was like, oh boy, when you design for everybody, like in a game, now we're making something very, very, very simple. Well, by doing that, you are excluding the people who are looking for something that is much more ingrained. You're looking who are looking for a deeper strategy experience, who are looking for that hardcore strategy game. You're not making it for those people. You're 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 not. You're actually making it for people who have not played a trading card game before. You're mm -hmm. making you're trying to you're trying to lower the barrier to entry, right? Which again is not a bad thing. Right. So, again, I think this was just a poorly worded way of saying it, I think. And I think I can't remember who said it or what exactly they said, but we were talking about this on stream 
And I believe, I think it was Jaunty basically made the comment of maybe instead of saying this game is for everyone, maybe they should have should have said something along the lines of this game was designed specifically for new TCG players or something. People something of all like that. ages. Right. Some, something like that. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the intent. I do think that was the intent. It's just mm -hmm. when I initially heard it, my brain went. Oh yay, universal design. This is not good, you know. So again, it, it's it's very minor and mm -hmm. I don't think the way that I took it was actually the way that it was meant to mm -hmm. be taken. What do you think? Uh yeah, I definitely uh don't think that I wouldn't have taken it that no, way. No, I know you wouldn't have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but it's also kind of going off like what you're talking about. If people are looking for a very high strategy and super in-depth game um yeah this isn't going to be for them mm -hmm. but it's it's also like okay what kind of what game is that because if it's like they've been playing magic for 20 years and they're looking for something further than that that that's there's nothing <laughs> there's, there's really, literally there's nothing. Really not it's, much, and it's yeah. kind of like the yeah. uh the whole thing of of uh you know some people will get addicted to certain substances in life of oh i'm never gonna reach that high again oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and right. it's like oh i've just been doing this for so long it's now it's just yeah. easy to me i need something to go to that next level right there's nothing right right that you're probably it's most likely not gonna be this right either. right 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 uh, so, yeah. But yeah, when I first saw this, I was just like, okay, it's for casual players. It's right. for competitive players. Right. It's for young kids. It's for older people. All right, it's for everyone. Yeah, they're just trying. They're trying to make it. They're trying to make a game that's easier for everyone to get into. Mm -hmm. Not. They're not trying. They're actively trying to lower that barrier to entry. Yeah. And this is a concept where we've actively talked about on our podcast. We mm -hmm. have an entire episode dedicated to barrier to entry, and we mm -hmm. have recognized. We do recognize that the barrier to entry in trading card games is already exceedingly high. Yeah. And I do think Lorcana is going to make – they're actively trying to lower that barrier to entry. Yeah. The bar those barriers will still be there. And like the one that they're going to try their best to lower but they're not going to be able to is a financial barrier. Right? Yeah. They'll do their best. Like they want to – they're going to want to print as much as they can but – what are they going to be able to actually do? That's going to be the question, mm -hmm. right? But I do think Lorcana is going to be the game that actively lowers that TCG barrier <coughs> to entry. I mm -hmm. really, really, really do. And it's not just because of the IP anymore. Like, now that we know how to play... Well, I think Pokemon does a really good job with that as well. Even, even if they want to get people in competitively, they have really good starter decks out that where you put both two of them together, you yeah, can play true. competitively. That's true. Like they, they release a lot of good products. That's true. That's true. So, so I think, I do think then, I do think if you look at that, uh, if you do look at Lorcana and Pokemon, mm -hmm. I mean, people are going to pick, they're going to pick Lorcana because of the IP. Yeah. Like if they're, if, if the choice is you want to play Pokemon or do you want to play Lorcana? Oh, I'm gonna I think play. It's like 50, 50, well, but but hang on, but but the thing is though, mm -hmm. oh man, that's actually a good, that's actually a good question. Like that would be a really interesting yeah. uh, like if we're experiment. Talking, like if we're talking younger people, right? Like they're already growing up with Pokemon a lot of the time. You but but hang on, but you, they're also growing up with Disney. But stuff. you also have to look at their parents. Yeah, like. Are their parents are their parents Disney kids mm -hmm. or are their parents like 
Did you grow up with Digimon right, but Pokemon's and Pokemon's like also for 30-year-olds who are already having kids, so they also no, grew up with No, but, but, but here's the thing, though. Look yeah. at me, okay? Look, I've got kids, yeah. okay? I Okay, so my wife's family, mm-hmm. they would be Disney. They would, if given the choice, yeah. Disney, okay? Yeah. Me, like I have my nostalgia. I have nostalgia for both IPs. Yeah. I have nostalgia for Pokemon, and I have nostalgia for Disney, mm-hmm. okay? So there's going to be people who who have that nostalgia for Disney. Yes. There's going to be people who only have that nostalgia for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and again, they're passing that to their kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So six to one half dozen, the other, right. <laughs> it's going to, it, it's going to be a toss up. Yeah. I think it's going to be a toss up. I just think like, we're kind of getting to a point where Pokemon has been here for long enough to where it, it could be like 50, 50 up to the yeah. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right, so real quick, I've got a couple of wants and then some predictions, and then we'll move on to card of the week. All right, three wants I have written down here. More lore interaction slash removal. Right now, we only have one card that interacts with lore, which we called. Other people did too, but we did. We speculated. We did it first. Yeah. (laughs) We did speculate because it's like there had to be. There had to be. There had to be. There had to be. be. It's not Uh, a live point total. You can't gain life or make your opponent lose life. It's so you have to have some way to interact with the win con. I also think if there's going to be um, costs associated with lore. Like alternative costs, like instead of paying the ink oh, yeah, cost, maybe. maybe you pay it in lore instead. I could see it. Yeah, I think that's I could the, see yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one is board wipes and more removal. We need more removal. There's more removal. Because oh, yeah. the one thing that was one of the first things that was talked about was what's stopping me from playing a ton of characters, leaving them untapped, mm-hmm. and then tap for 20 lore in one turn. Yeah. Because again, if there's no interaction, my opponent can't do anything to me on my turn. What's stopping me from doing that? Yeah, but you could. There needs to be more inner removal. I have thought about that as well because I was just like, yeah, it's kind of like unstoppable. But if you never tap your stuff and your opponent is tapping theirs, your one creature that's getting you four eventually. Their one creature has gotten them Correct. maybe six, Correct. maybe even more. But if you're faster to get all of your, your things stuff down out on the board, board, right, right, mm-hmm. right. Like it's it, it's a potential, which yeah. again, I don't know if that's actually going to be a thing, right? Yeah. But that was just one of the things that was immediately talked about first, yeah. right? And so how do you – There's there has to be a board wipe. Especially if you're not taking care of your opponent's stuff, I just can't see it being better for you. Because, again, if your opponent is consistently putting in, you know, like say you guys are both dropping creatures, but he's he's now questing and you're not. Well, if he quested twice versus the exact same card on your board, mm-hmm. he has now doubled what you've, you're getting. Correct. So Correct. I just don't see the speed like at that point. If you can't control your opponent's board, it doesn't matter. Right, but but again, I need to be able to control my opponent's board. Yes, and that's the thing is there aren't many ways to do that right yeah. now. That's that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the and, and that's exactly where I'm like, we need more removal. Yes, there's got to be ways to control your opponent's stuff. Yeah. So because again, if it's literally just a who's quicker and I can't do anything about what you have on board, then okay, that's that's gonna get boring real fast. Yeah. I mean, there is removal. Like we do, we have seen yeah. removal. We have it's what just, two pieces of it. Three maybe there's if there's that, a, there's few dragon there's fire few. nine drop maleficent and red Cruella is soft removal because that yeah, just Cruella bounces because that just bounces let it go which yeah let it go puts in we'll talk about 
talk about <clears throat> talk about that one. Uh, um, I won't say what it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one is sleep slash freeze effects. Yes, because you know we were talking about Elsa, right? And and being it, trying to do that on your opponent's turn to stop mm -hmm. them from from using a creature. Well, you can't do that, right? So the mm -hmm. only utility Elsa has right now is to tap down your opponent's thing, so you can challenge directly into it. Yeah, that's the only. Right, that's the only reason you do Elsa. Yeah, that's that's, it. that's literally it. It's the only reason. which that makes Elsa a lot worse. She's still good. I do think she's still good. Thank you, Dan, for it reminding me. <laughs> 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 he was so high on that card initially, dude. If there was a you were speed, so, it was so good. It was man. Oh. It was. It was. Oh. It was. Yeah. So, okay, but that's whatever. something where. And and those types of effects are tap your opponent's thing down. They don't untap until you're their next. Well, I don't know how you'd phrase it anymore. You know, until your next turn, it'd probably be like until your next turn. I don't know. But they wouldn't untap on your next turn. No, I it's just know. that's when the lock would be. Up. Oh, okay, okay. That's when the lock would be up yeah. type thing. Okay. So the way there there is a card in Magic literally called Sleep. It's tap your opponent's. Tap all your opponent's creatures. They don't untap during your neck during your opponent's next untap step. What was the Something thing like that, that put Sleeping Beauty to sleep? The uh, wheel. Yeah, the There's wheel. A wheel. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, they she pricked her finger on the. That wheel. That should be an item that puts things to like sleep? to tap. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably see it. I would not be surprised if we if we saw that in set one. I also think it'd be stupidly good because yeah. it's instantly better than Elsa. Yeah, because you can do it the turn. You can do it do it the turn. But again, it's just it gives and you, you can't another. Attack it. Yeah, because we haven't seen item removal yet. We no. haven't seen item removal yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I have three predictions. One where to talk about is locations are going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's an, again, that, that's a speculation we're leaving open. We're not saying we were wrong on that. Okay. We're leaving it open mm -hmm. to TBD. Mm -hmm. Okay. The design space for inks will be explored and quote improved on. Cause right now it's just, you put this card into your ink area face down. That's mm -hmm. it. I think they're going to. Do something with that. I think there will be like resource cards that you can have face up in the back row. Yeah. So yeah. And like we have characters, items, and actions, actions to start yes. with. They said that there can be more. Yeah. So why couldn't they make yeah. a form of resource? Yeah. So but I do think I do think though if they make specific resource cards, those are gonna be cards that are just in every deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. where I'm like, that's the one thing where Is I'm like. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Mm. So I, I don't know. I, I just, I do think that that's something that will be explored on in the yeah. future. Um, the one thing that I don't think is going to be explored on in the future, playing on your opponent's turn. I don't think we're going to see that. <sighs> you just had to say it. I know. I know. I know. Well, yeah, there won't be. No, there won't be. No. That would have been set at, I'd assume. I, yeah, I, I would think so. So, okay. Now, yay. Now, what's now? We're talking about the card of the week. Yay. We're going to talk about the card of the week. All right. So now we are actually actively talking about a Lorcana card. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for that song. I wonder I wonder what that song is going to do. <laughs> Make a 4-4 four, four ice golem. All right. All right. So have you seen this? <laughs> there's there's a short. There's a reel. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> so you know in this in the movie when Anna you know starts singing that song and she looks through the uh, the keyhole yeah. in the door okay so it starts with that and then oh, she no. looks in the keyhole and then it cuts to Will Smith I knew it <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene in Bad Boys where, well, where Will Smith has has a gun. <laughs> he points it down the the keel. Yeah. So you hear, ch -ch boom. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness! How they gonna play my girl like that? Huh? Oh, that's too good. All right. <laughs> The card of the week this week <laughs> is from that movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It is Let It Go. Yeah, so Let It Go is a five-cost inkable action. I like that. A five-cost inkable action. Inkable action. It works. Um, so cost five. So what that means, the character that cost five or more can exert to sing the song for free. Mm -hmm. Okay. Put mm -hmm. chosen character into their player's ink while face down and exerted. So you can get rid of one of your opponent's things, or you can ramp yourself. Hmm. So it's it's versatile. So one of the things that we've talked we've talked about quite a lot is the whole versatility thing. Something that you know I can do it to my opponent's stuff, or I can do it to my stuff. So let it go is I don't know. Would you call that soft removal, or would that technically be hard removal? That's hard removal. Yeah. Especially yeah. now because once you it's can. in your ink, once it's in your inkwell, and we don't have any cards right now that gives us any any interaction yeah. from cards in our, uh, that are in your inkwell. Some would say that's even better because if you're able to get stuff from your graveyard, yeah, or into a, your graveyard, you're able to. Recycle there's a it. lot of recursion already mm -hmm. that we've seen so far. So this could be even better. Yeah. I mean, sure, you're giving them a mana, yeah, but it's gone mm -hmm. until you're able to do stuff with your right. mana pool, right? Right. So, also, you know what I just noticed about this? What? This Frozen card is in blue. Yeah. And there's no other card that they've shown that Elsa is in blue. Or any of the other Frozen cards are in blue. Yeah. Kristoff is Steel. Yeah. Um, Elsa Snow Queen, I think, was was the name. She's in Amethyst. Mm -hmm. um, Olaf is Amethyst. Yeah. So are we going to see huh. Anna Blue? Elsa Blue? I would assume we're going to – I would assume at some point we would see her because yeah. we – again, we don't have a ton of cards right now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. 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 So what 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 do you think? What do you think about Let It Go? You, you like that card? When I first saw it, I was like, man, I don't really want to give my opponent a mana. But then Dan's like, you can also hit your own cards yeah. with it. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't ever think about ramping. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Because like, if you if you have a character that has like one willpower left, yeah. and like it's done its job, then yeah. you could sing the song for free, mm -hmm. right? Sing the song for free, and then get rid of you know that card's done its job. Now it's resources. Yeah, I was you. also thinking about like, oh yeah, you can uh, attack with it, play, let it go, put it into the. I was like, no, you can't because it's already tapped. Well, you can't utilize the card that's already tapped to tap for this card. Mm -hmm. so. so okay, so so here's one thing that you can that's really <laughs> sick that you can do with these cards, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of cards that give you that recursion, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so if you play, there's Lady Tremaine, right? Lady Tremaine, yeah. I think, is a six drop in Emerald. When you play her, she has the ability to do it again. When you when you play this character, you may return an action card from your discard to your hand. Yeah, terrible card. 
<laughs> so, but but again, like let's let's say you ramp, let's say you turned one of your characters into uh, into an ink an ink, right? Mm-hmm. You, you ink them, okay, <laughs> you uh, for ink free, okay, because you tapped another character, okay, yeah. to sing the song for free, right? Then you get that card back, and then you put it down in your inkwell. Mm-hmm. You use it as a resource, like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of recursion. So one thing that I talked about was like, are we going to see a an exile zone? Are we going to see a remove from play zone? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we will set one, but I would think we would have to see one eventually. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, because there's going to be a lot of this remove. So you're you'll be able to use that same card multiple multiple like this. Just can you just <laughs> imagine playing like let it go multiple times for free just the exact same card like two or three turns in a row yeah because eventually the extra mana that they get just won't matter if they're just top decking yeah it's just gonna be right. all right well you play in the card anyways right. so right right yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so uh, that is let's let it go mm-hmm. i, I kind of like i'm i'm looking forward to all the, the all the songs in set one mm-hmm. i just now that we have all this stuff, I'm really, I'm really, really, really more interested in this game. And yeah. I think it's, and I think 100%. this, I think this game is going to do really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I'm looking forward to making more content for this game mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. So um, that, that is this week's card of the week. Uh, Jim, you have any final thoughts, any final thoughts on the card or just in general? Mm-hmm. You know, my final thought is it's going to be the greatest card. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speculation number 11 is has has already come true it's already come true ladies and gentlemen <laughs> so um all right well this this has been you know this was fun i'm glad i'm glad we just able to just kind of sit down hey, talk yeah, about these cards about it. um and yeah this is kind of returned to form this has been this has been a lot of fun so mm-hmm. um but you know what before we get out of here i want to know what do you guys think what do you guys think how do you think shift's gonna work there's still uh there's still a lot that we don't really know we we are gonna have to see an in-depth rules guide we're yeah. going to have to see something like that yeah. um like there's no question about it we are gonna have to see something like that um like and that will be expected and you know you know we're gonna see it so we'll see that at some point um but what do you guys think do you think uh what how do you think shift's gonna work what are your thoughts are you happy sad excited let down i know there's a lot of people who've already turned off the game because they're they know it's not for them and that's okay and and you know they even say that you know this is it's okay that it's not for me um, and that's fine. Like, as long as you know that something's not for you, cause again, not every game is made for you. And again, that's another, that's another episode that we've, we talk specifically all about stuff like that. So now that you bring it up, I think I just might've figured out how shift works. Okay. You said shifting doesn't count as playing the card, correct? I did not say that. I, oh, I thought you, I thought you did. No. So because how it works with coconut, it doesn't count as playing a card no no i said i said i don't know oh so okay. so I, so here if we if you look at let's let's look at a card where it already has shift on it mm-hmm. so if i'm trying to find one here yeah, where's one that has stitch real just quick. Find that has that has shift yeah so stitch has shift for it so oh, you may pay this. for to play this on top oh, of okay. your character's name stitch so i yeah it, it states play and when reading playing a card it says that you know um but you can't do anything with them until your next turn. So since it states play, I would assume. 
that yeah. it has summoning sickness. Yeah, yeah. But again, like the argument could very well be made that this card is already, that you're playing it on top of has already been on board for two turns. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's just one where we, we need we need confirmation. We, we don't know how, how the stuff works. And that's yeah. fine. It, it'll come. It'll come with time. So, um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Let us know. Shoot us an email. Leave us a comment down below with your thoughts. Yes. And uh, Jimbo, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. You guys can find me on, on Twitter, underscore DG Campbell. Instagram, Daniel.G.Campbell. Head over to our website, Hobbies www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. Find links to all of our stuff there. Um, and again, don't don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button so you can be notified whenever we release a new video. And guys, there's going to be a lot of Lorcana stuff. There's going to be a lot of, which we know. We knew it was yes. coming. <clears throat> and we've been waiting for it. We've been waiting for it. And we're actively talking about how we're going to set up our content and kind of what content you're going to see. And so we've got a lot of videos that we're kind of going to touch on this week. So again, thanks everybody for being here. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. See you, everybody. Take care. Take care.